And I see you, Suzette, in the chat. Deplora Laura, hello, everybody. And thanks for joining me this afternoon. So I've got an action-packed show for you guys, as always. Uh, I'm going to give you guys my two cents on this whole UFO malarkey, which I've been very reluctant to talk about because I know, and I believe you know as well, it's all a big psyop. But I want to give you my two cents on how I think this is just a giant ploy for Joe Biden to cover his ass. <laughs> so stick around. And I, uh, I found an interesting story exposing the Biden crime family yet again and vindicating Donald Trump for some comments he made back in 2020, which he was called a liar for. Um, it appears that he's actually 100% correct. And uh, I also discovered uh, some very, very interesting information. So it appears that Biden has not just one, but two think tanks, or as I like to call them, diaper tanks, one at uh, the University of Pen Pennsylvania and one at the University of Delaware. And it appears that uh, the one in Delaware has also received millions of dollars from China. So we're going to cover all this. But first, um, I, I have to cover some stuff that we talked about yesterday. Some of you guys were there, but a lot of you guys missed the show because there was a problem with Rumble. So I did an entire live stream yesterday. And then when I shut it down, it was stuck at 0% processing. And it's still stuck at 0% processing. So the live stream never loaded, and therefore nobody can watch it. And we covered some very important stuff yesterday that um, I don't want to be missed. So one of those things has to do with the fact that, um, you know, we, we talked a lot about the Ohio disaster. And remember that the EPA and the authorities in East Palestine, Ohio, told everybody that they've tested the air, they've tested the water... And they they told everybody the water is safe to drink and the air is safe to breathe. Well, yesterday we discovered that authorities in Cincinnati, uh, they tested the water and they found the very exact same toxic chemicals that were spilled uh, from the, the, the train derailment in Ohio, right? And uh, so this really contradicts what they said to the people that the water is safe. Cincinnati is like 240 miles away from East Palestine. Now, they said that they they found the contamination upstream, which means it hadn't reached Cincinnati yet, but they were saying that it's it's heading our way. And they were talking about having to shut down the the supply to cut it off before it gets there, right? Um now this this just raises a a, a massive concern that there's potential for now that we know the Ohio River has been contaminated, um, the Ohio River runs directly into the Mississippi River, and that runs all the way down into the Gulf of Mexico. And given the amount of this vinyl chloride, which, when it's burned, turns into uh, hydrochloric acid and phosgene, two extremely carcinogenic chemicals, this could potentially uh, poison the water supply for over 8 million people. You know, and, and so I just want people to know about that. You know, I think it's very important that we, I, I wanted to make sure that that gets covered. And I was really upset that my show from yesterday basically got, uh, you know, I don't want to say suppressed, but nobody can watch it. So, you know, <laughs> let's make sure that information gets out there. Um, I also covered the fact that, 
you know, I've speculated that this whole thing could have potentially been on purpose, right? Because we know that there's an agenda. There's people that want to destroy the food and water supply. They want to depopulate the planet. They want you all dependent on big pharma. And, uh, you know, (laughs) we have all the evidence in the world that these people would do something like this on purpose. And what I found, which further makes me think that, is a Netflix, I guess, movie? It was a Netflix movie called White Noise, where there was a train crash. And this this was, by the way, put out like months before this happened. This movie was filmed in East Palestine, exactly where the actual event occurred. And what it was about was... Uh, a, a chemical explosion which forced people to evacuate and uh, there were people in this movie that played as extras that were literally victims of the actual the actual uh, event I mean that is absolutely crazy if that is a coincidence that is one of the most profound and shocking coincidences I've ever heard of in my life you lit I mean Let's remember, East Palestine is a little, tiny, rural area in Ohio. And just months before, they filmed the movie of the exact same thing happening. And people that played in that movie were actually affected by the real disaster just months later. I mean, that just makes my head spin. And it could be predictive programming, right? Ah, man, it was just, it's just so absurd. So... Let me make sure we're actually... Okay, yes, we are actually live. But not a lot of people are here watching. If you guys could let me know in the chat that you're out there, and please click the like button before we get into the real stories. Now, before we get into talking about Joe Biden, uh, I, I saw this as well. You know, we, we, we saw that, you know, ever since this disaster in Ohio happened, we've been seeing more and more reports of trains derailing and disasters happening. Well, just yesterday in Arizona... Authorities had to issue a shelter-in-place order after a tanker spilled nitric acid on the freeway. They closed a portion of the freeway and issued a shelter-in-place order in the surrounding areas after a commercial truck tanker rolled over on the freeway and spilled nitric acid. Now, nitric acid is nasty, nasty stuff. It's extremely dangerous, extremely toxic. And uh, as they say, exposure to nitric acid can cause irritation to the eyes, skin, and mucous membrane. It can also cause delayed pulmonary edema, uh, pneumonitis, bronchitis, and dental erosion. According to the National Institute, Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, nitric acid is highly corrosive. Workers may be harmed from exposure to nitric acid. Now, a lot of people sent me this, uh, I guess because of my coverage on the Ohio situation. And I just want to say, you know, we have to be careful here in thinking that there's some sort of massive uh, elaborate ploy to, I guess, uh, poison poison the people. Because this type of stuff, it, it, it kind of happens all the time. You know, especially, uh, you know, big rigs toppling over and, and, and stuff like that. I mean, that's that's not that uncommon. So now that you're seeing stories of this, it, it causes a lot of people to speculate that this is all being done intentionally. I wouldn't go that far just yet. Uh, but, you know, the fact that there's, you know, all these toxic chemicals involved, it does seem to be an uptick uh, 
because like I, I did a little research and I was shocked to find how often trains actually derail. It's actually like 1.7 trains every single day in the United States derail. Ever since they've been tracking this since I think the 90s, there's been like 54,000 trains that have derailed since they started tracking this. It's absurdly high. And it's not that uncommon. So I don't know if we're seeing an uptick or or if people are just starting to notice this. Uh, but what happened in Ohio is not something that happens often. That is that is completely unprecedented and uh, just, just absolutely a travesty. It's an absolute travesty. But I wanted to cover this and then follow it up with saying, I'm not so convinced that there's like a coordinated effort to derail trains and, uh, you know, have big rigs flipping over and stuff like that. I want you guys to be careful with thinking in that, uh, you know, thinking that just yet. We'll have to keep an eye on it. But anyways, let's move on. Let's talk about this UFO BS, okay? As you know, uh, the Senate was actually given a classified briefing yesterday, and we have a lot of senators coming out saying that they have more questions than they do answers. Uh, you know, Marco Rubio, Senator Rick Scott, uh, Senator John Kennedy from Louisiana. And they some of them have given interviews. Uh, John Kennedy basically, you know, he went out and said he doesn't think that they're being transparent with, you know, them, but also with the American people. And he seems to be a total skeptic. So... I actually have an interview pulled up, and it's pretty short, and I want to play it, and then I want to talk about it, because I I think, you know, uh, John Kennedy's one of the senators that I actually trust, and I actually like, and his perspective on this is more informative than anything that we've gotten from the Biden White House, the Pentagon, or anybody else. I learned more from this couple minutes than I have from Corrine Jean-Pierre in her the entire duration of her career as the White House press secretary. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. And let me know in the chat that you can hear it, that the volume's loud enough. In fact, I'm going to turn the volume up before I start it. All right, let me know in the chat, please. Three unidentified objects that were whoop, shot whoop, down. Whoop, whoop. Again, I left it on 2x speed, sorry. Okay, here we go. From both sides of the aisle with more questions than answers... And that includes our next guest, Republican Senator John Kennedy of the great state of Louisiana. You were also briefed on the Chinese balloon as well. Did you get the answers that you were looking for? Some. Here's what I learned based on two briefings. There are unidentified objects and identified objects in terms of the unidentified objects. In the past 20 years, there have been over over, um, um, 100 of them, maybe even more. We're not, they're not sure. The intelligence agency thinks they might have missed some of them. And in fact, it's more than 100. I'm just recalling, John, it's almost 500. Uh, the, the intelligence community doesn't know who sent them, doesn't know who, uh, what they are. The only difference between now and then over the past 25 years or 20 years of these unidentified objects, we've started shooting them down. Now, the identified objects. Um, Chinese spy balloons. Mm -hmm. China's been doing this for a while, at least for five years. Sometimes we have known when they were sending these balloons. 
Sometimes we haven't. In the most recent instance, um, intelligence knew that the balloon was there. Um, I don't know this for a fact, but I get the impression that had a civilian not sighted the balloon and reported it to the media, that the Biden administration would have would not have said anything. The, and we were talking in the break. You thought that they might not have even told the president about it. That's entirely possible. I think the uh, the administration was caught flat-footed here. They had to respond to immediate rep media report. Mm -hmm. um, why does this matter? First, I don't think there's any immediate threat to the American people, but we do need, need to send a very firm signal to China that they can't do this kind of stuff and that we're going to catch them every single time. And, and in the past, it's, it's not that we didn't have the technology. It's that the, that the technology was not calibrated correctly. Our Jillian Turner reported a couple of weeks ago uh, when she was joining me on set here uh, that we knew a long time in advance that this thing was being filled. Uh, it was going to be launched from Hainan Island, and then we watched it track all the way across the Pacific Ocean. Now, the Washington Post just matched that reporting today. Mm -hmm. But if, as you say, the intelligence community had not said anything about this, let it float over the United States, would they have been able to prevent China from scooping up signals intelligence and taking all the pictures they wanted of sensitive sites? Good question. Uh, the intelligence community and the Biden administration have said that once the balloon entered uh, the American territory, it jammed the balloon's ability to relay information back to China. I know that we were flying U-2s up near it. Is and that how they, they jammed say they it? They jammed jam their communication. The so presumably, um, they weren't immediately as worried about it as perhaps something they should have been. So, so do you believe that our intelligence agencies were jamming transmissions from that balloon as it traversed the United States? The I believe they way? say they were. I don't know how, um, and I don't know how they judge success in, in, in that allegation. I do know this, though. As, as, as they say, the cow is now out of the barn. Mm -hmm. I think the president, uh, this administration has a tendency to ignore problems and ignore issues. Um, I give you the border. Yeah. It tends to say, look, you know, while I really admire the problem, I don't want to talk about a solution. I think at this juncture, the, the, the president needs to talk straight up to the American people. We'll see if he can. Okay, so that about concludes that. Then they go on to talk about the Ohio situation. But there's a lot to unpack here. But it's, you know, like I said, I got more information from this than I have from any other source. You know, what what he says is that the Chinese have been doing this for at least five years, Okay. The only difference is that now we're shooting them down, okay? So this is not a new phenomenon, uh, and anybody trying to act like it is is basically just gaslighting the American public. China's been doing this for years, and the U.S. military has done nothing about it. Kennedy also says that he believes that they never intended to tell the American people, and I would take it a step further and say they never intended to tell Joe Biden because, you know, uh, the initial reports was, you know, they learned about the balloon on the 28th, right? Well, they didn't brief Joe Biden until like the 3rd or the 4th of February. And so, so they didn't tell the president for like four or five days, only after, only after 
Somebody in Montana looked up in the sky and saw it. They reported it to media outlets, and it forced them to acknowledge this. So the DOD, the Pentagon, they weren't just going to withhold this from us. I think they were going to withhold it from Joe Biden as well. Um, you know, and, and they were they were intending to fully allow this to traverse the United States, run its course, and then make its merry way back to China without anybody knowing a thing. Right? Just like just like it's been happening, as Senator John Kennedy said for the past five years. He said there's been something between a hundred and five hundred of these things. The only difference is that now we're shooting <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, I almost died there. Um, the only difference is that now we're shooting them down. He also is a skeptic uh, about what the Pentagon said. You know, they said that uh, they didn't think initially it was necessary to shoot it down because as soon as it invaded our airspace, they jammed the communications. And he's like, well, how the hell do you know that for sure? I mean, what? Wh- how do you know that you jammed the communications? How do you prove that? You don't. You don't. It's obvious. So he's a skeptic, and so am I. Um, So here's what I think is going on, right? They never intended for the American people to know this, and now the cat's out of the bag, right? The whole, you know, all... Now, the whole thing has been exposed, that China's been eating our lunch for years. Uh, They've been invading our airspace with no consequences for years. And now, all of a sudden, now that the American people are starting to catch on... Now we're shooting stuff down left and right, right? And and now you have people drumming up, up conspiracy theories about UFOs and talking about aliens and completely getting off course from the real story, which is the fact that China has been invading our airspace for years. We've done nothing about it. Joe Biden's a CCP cuck and a puppet, and they they sold us out. That's the real story. And that's why the UFO thing is a big distraction. And they want you to think, they want you to be confused, and they want you to ignore the fact that um, Joe Biden's a cuck and our woke military are cucks too. You know, they want you to, to, to look over here, not over there, and when they're shooting down, like they shot, shot down three, three aircraft in three days, right? This is Joe Biden and the Pentagon and the, you know, the DOD's attempt to try to appear tough after the spy balloon. I mean, it's real simple. People people complicate this stuff. But if you just look, you know, if you just look at this stuff with Occam's razor, what's the simplest explanation? That's it. You know, the, the, the spy balloon blew up in their faces. Uh, you know, Joe Biden looks like a gigantic C- CCP cuck. And then all of a sudden, we're shooting shit down left and right like like we're playing Space Invaders. You know, now they say that NORAD, uh, they, after this, after the CCP spy balloon, you know, the reason that we have this all of a sudden an onslaught of aircraft invading our airspace is because we've, we've recalibrated our, our radar, radar sensitivities, right? And so now we're suddenly seeing things that we didn't see before. And, you know, I, I just think that's a bunch of, that's just total bullshit. It's real simple. It's real simple to me. Joe Biden looks like a clown. The 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 uh, military looks like a bunch of clowns. The American people are catching on. The situation is is only getting worse because now we know 
that they knew about the spy balloon, you know, when it was lifting off in China a week before it reached Alaska, they knew about it. They didn't do anything about it, you know? And so it's not like they can sit there and act like they were caught off guard. Now everybody's catching on, right? And uh, that, that our government sold us out a long time ago. And then a week later, the, the Air Force shoots down three aircraft in a matter of three days. I mean, come on. Come on. It's, it's real simple. You know, it's, it's, it's real simple. We've been sold out to China, right? They've been allowing this. And now we're shooting down stuff just to make it look like we're tough on China. You know, notice that they say the three aircraft that we shot down, um, we don't know where they came from. We don't know what they were. We, we, we couldn't collect any of the debris. Give me a break. Like, if you believe that, you're an idiot. I'm sorry. I don't mean to insult anybody out there, but you got to be pretty dumb to believe that. You, you don't believe that they, they know exactly what these things were, where they came from. Uh, like, they, they can't collect any debris? Come on. That's that's stupid. That's stupid. It's all This is all about distracting people. Look over here, not over there. And it's about the Biden administration trying to redeem themselves in the public eye as looking weak on China. And I, I believe, I believe the three other aircraft probably weren't Chinese spy balloons. They're just shooting down shit like they're shooting down balloons that escaped from a used car dealership just so that they can shoot something to make it look like they're, you know, that that we have a zero tolerance policy for uh, aircraft from other countries invading our airspace. So they're just shooting random shit down in the sky. It could be research balloons. It could be wacky whaley, whaling inflatable arm flailing tube men. You know, it doesn't matter. They're just shooting shit down to try to pacify the public and to distract you by doing all this, you know, wink and nod stuff about extraterrestrials saying, well, we can't rule anything out. Come on. They know exactly what these things are. I just, I just don't buy, I don't buy any of it. And I think the solution is simple. So if anybody's still out there getting carried away in the whole UFO thing, let me just say, you don't, uh, you don't get busted for a Chinese spy balloon traversing the, the, the continental United States, uh, mapping our military equipment, our missile silos, and all that stuff. You don't get busted for that. And then a week later, all of a sudden, there's just this onslaught of UFOs all of a sudden want to make contact with, you know, uh, humans. Like, in the same week? Come on. Like, you gotta be... Come on, you gotta be stupid. And it's all not just a way for... Uh, Biden to look tough on China, but it's also a distraction from, well, take your pick. You got the Ohio disaster. You've got the Biden classified espionage scandal. You've got apparently the Epstein client list is set to be released soon and a number of other. Oh, and apparently, you know, now we have confirmation that Biden was the one that blew up Nord Stream 1 and Nord Stream 2 all happening at the same time. So, of course, they want you, you know, getting swept away in in conspiracies about UFOs and aliens. And, you know, I think there's a pretty strong likelihood that aliens do exist. But I don't think that they're going to make contact with us the same week that Biden gets exposed for being a CCP cuck for letting a spy balloon travel across the United States. You know, I just don't think that 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 would be a, a bigger coincidence than... Uh, Netflix making a movie about 
a, a, a chemical spill and explosion and evacuation in Ohio just months before it actually happens. I mean, that would be an even bigger coincidence than that. So I just don't buy it, right? Yep, T.Z. Burton says the Ohio chemical bomb is much worse, too. And Joe Biden showered with his daughter when she was 11. Absolutely. That is a confirmed fact. Now, now that we've covered the UFO malarkey, I want to talk to you guys about Trump being vindicated. Trump was right once again. But before we get into that, let's hear a message from our sponsor, Gold Co., With the war in Ukraine, inflation being out of control, and the country being $30 trillion in debt, it's starting to look like 2008 all over again. Millions of Americans watched their retirement savings disappear, while those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected. And if you have $50,000 or more in your IRA, 401k, or savings, you could be at risk again. Right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings. Visit NickLovesGold.com now to get a free gold IRA kit and learn how thousands are protected protecting their retirement savings with gold and silver. Protect your savings and you could get up to $10,000 in free silver to do it. Gold Co. has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of customer reviews, and they've helped place over $1 billion in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008, so don't wait. Visit NickLovesGold.com. That's NickLovesGold.com. All right, so, like I said, Trump was right once again. We have an old video that I'm going to play for you guys. It's about a minute long from 2020, where Trump was calling out uh, the Biden crime family's business dealings in Ukraine, Russia, China, and the Middle East in a 60-minute interview with Leslie Stahl, who basically called him a liar. You know, she said none of that could be verified. Well, I think she owes him an apology, you know, so we're going to play the video and then I'll explain why. Hang on, let me find... Here's the video. Okay. You're making this one of the hottest, most important issues in your rallies. I, mean, I don't know about the two gentlemen you mentioned. This is the most important I, issue in the country. It's right a very now. important issue to find out whether or not a man's corrupt who's running for president, who's accepted money from China and from Ukraine and from Russia. All these yeah, things I think that's have an been investigated and dismissed. It's incredible the way you can try and say this and sit there and look me in the eye and say it. He accepted money, his family, from Russia, from Ukraine, from China, and from other places. His brother, who didn't have experience, became a big builder in Iraq without experience. Take a look at what's going on, Leslie. And then you say that shouldn't be discussed. I'm saying... It's the biggest scandal out there, Leslie. And you think it's the biggest issue to campaign on? I think it's this. I think it's one of the biggest scandals I've ever seen, and you don't cover it. Because you want to talk about well, because it can't be verified. You want to talk I'm about insignificant you, things. I'm telling you. Of course, it can be verified. Excuse we, me. We they found the laptop, Leslie. Leslie. Can't be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because even the family hasn't. The family on the laptop. He's gone into hiding. For five days, he's gone into hiding. He's preparing for your debate. Oh, it's taken him five days to prepare? I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. All right. right. So let's get back to the name calling. Okay, now remember, that was back in 2020. Donald Trump was calling out the Biden crime family's dealings in the Middle East. And now, 
It appears that he was right once again. Exclusive, Jim Biden admitted he was hired to negotiate with Saudis over a secret $140 million deal because of his position and relationship to his vice president brother, Joe, who would be instrumental to the deal. Bombshell affidavit claims. So basically, we have new court documents. Um, Well, they're not new, but they're now being released to the media. Court documents from May 2021, which reveal that Joe Biden's brother, James Biden, was hired in 2012 to broker a deal between a U.S. construction company and the Saudi Arabian government. Now, the uh, the U.S. construction company admits that they that the reason they hired James Biden was solely because of his relationship to Joe Biden, who was vice president at the time. Now, this is all according to a sworn affidavit from former U.S. Treasury official Thomas Sullivan, who began working as a private investigator and actually had a sit-down interview with James Biden where he claims that he he admitted all of this to him firsthand. So, just to summarize, uh, basically, you had this U.S. construction company called Hill International, and the Saudi government owed them $140 million because of some work that they did. And the Saudis were not paying up. So <clears throat> Joe Biden's brother, who has zero, zero experience in uh, construction, was hired by Hill International, the U.S. construction company, to sit down uh, next to the CEO with the Saudi Arabian government and cut a deal and get them to pay up the $140 million. Now, James Biden admits that the way that he coerced them was in exchange for future contracts. And the CEO of the company says that the reason that he hired James Biden to broker the deal is because he knew that the Saudis would not uh, reject sitting down uh, with Joe Biden's brother. So I've got a bunch of, this is a long article and I've got a bunch of stuff highlighted here and I don't want to get disorganized, but um, I do want to read a little bit here. So according to the documents, Jim told a former senior U.S. Treasury official working as a private investigator that he was hired to negotiate with the Saudis because of his position and relationship to Joe Biden, who led delegations to Saudi Arabia at the time. So a little quid pro quo. Um, In an affidavit, the former Treasury official Thomas Sullivan described his sit-down interview with Jim Biden about being hired to negotiate Uh, with the Saudis. Sullivan claimed the president's brother told him, of course, the Biden name didn't hurt. And Jim's wife, Sarah, who was present, allegedly said that Joe and his brother told each other everything. So we know that uh, Joe Biden has claimed on multiple occasions that he never knew anything about his uh, son Hunter's foreign business dealings, nor did he know anything about his brother's dealings either. But here we have uh, James Biden's wife, Sarah, claiming that Joe and his brother tell each other everything. So do you think that Joe might have known about this one? Of course. Now, Richter, the CEO of the uh, the U.S. construction company, confided that he selected Biden because the kingdom of Saudi Arabia would not dare stiff the brother of the vice president who would be instrumental to the deal. The lawyer claimed that Jim later admitted the KSA... Uh, which is the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, and Hill had secretly agreed to settle the claim through the award of future contracts. 
Mr. Biden further confirmed that Richter used Biden as a settlement intermediary in order to capitalize on the influence and orchestration of the settlement by the then Vice President Lankford Rope. The lawyers hired an investigator to question Jim and his wife about the alleged backdoor deal, and they allegedly obtained some shocking admissions from the president's brother. Blah, 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 blah. So it's kind of a rehash of the stuff I already said. Basically, you know, look, guys, you got Hunter Biden with zero experience in energy, brokering deals with billion-dollar oil companies and uh, in China, and getting put on uh, board positions on energy companies in Ukraine. Then you have James Biden over here with zero experience in construction, brokering million-dollar deals with construction companies, and both admitting to the fact that the reason that they were hired had a lot to do with the fact that their last name was Biden. And, uh, you know, this was happening. So so Hunter was put on the board of Burisma, uh, I believe, after, after Joe Biden left office as vice president. But James Biden brokered this deal while uh, Joe Biden was the vice president. So using his brother's influence, you know, and, and obviously brokering this deal <laughs> you don't think that there was a little kickback there so uh enriching himself enriching the biden crime family based on his brother's influence as the vice president it just i mean it's just uh <laughs> quid pro quid pro joe you know at this point it, it, it's just it's just another run-of-the-mill story it's crazy how i've become so desensitized to this kind of thing but apparently, um, a source close to the Daily Mail says that the House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer has a copy of the affidavits and all of these files and is investigating them as part of his committee's probe into the Biden's, uh, Biden family's business dealings. And they're also investigating the uh, billion-dollar deal involving Hunter and the Chinese energy company. Now, Jim Biden and his wife were also involved in that deal. So they're investigating all of that. So, I mean, Trump was right again. Now, I got one last story for you guys, and this one's close to home, because I don't know if you guys know this, but I'm from Delaware. I lived in Delaware my entire life until I was about 26 when I moved here in Florida with my wife, my now wife. Um, but check it check it out. So, so Joe Biden had two think tanks or as I like to call them, diaper tanks, one at the University of Penn and another at the University of Delaware. And dude, I actually partied at the University of Delaware. My little brother graduated from this college, and little did I know, I was partying on Xi Jinping's tab. I had no idea. Well, actually, this happened after that, but still, I mean, this one just hits close to home. So, secret China donations to University of Delaware soared after the opening of the Biden Institute. And this story is pretty much a, a mirror image of what we saw at the Biden Penn Center. You know, Biden opens this think tank at the you know University of Penn, Pennsylvania, and all of a sudden, you know, they receive $54 million from China. So, a second university has been found to have received more than $6.7 million in anonymous donations from China, including direct funding from the Chinese government after Joe Biden set up a program there in his name, according to a Government Accountability Institute analysis. 
The revelation comes following reporting that anonymous China-linked funds flowing to the University of Pennsylvania almost tripled after the inauguration of the Penn Biden Center, which illegally housed classified documents. On March, uh, on March 13, 2017, less than seven weeks after concluding his second term as vice president, Joe Biden announced the founding of the Biden Institute at his home state's University of Delaware. Prior to hosting the Biden Institute, UD had never disclosed any funding from China. One year later, and just two months after the Penn Biden Center opened its D.C. office, anonymous donations from China to UD skyrocketed. The first payment came in April 2018 in the amount of $3.2 million from an anonymous donor in China. In December 2018, another don anonymous donation from China arrived for $1.8 million. A third anonymous China link payment for $624,000 arrived in December 2019. In 2020, the year that Biden was campaigning for president, anonymous Chinese state-linked entities sent three more payments totaling over a million dollars, the bulk of which arrived after Biden had, be had been declared the president-elect. Three of these donations from China with a combined total of $1 million were reported as coming from a foreign government source, according to the U.S. Department of Education. The actual DOE record field for this identifier asks, is this funding from a government? For these three donations, the, the answer supplied by the University of Delaware is yes, as seen in the three images below taken from the DOE website. Neither the Biden Institute nor the University of Delaware have responded to requests to identify the Chinese donors or explain why the Chinese government decided to fund UD after the Biden Institute was created. Perhaps the most mysterious aspect of the Biden Institute is how it was conceived. Now get this. The initial idea for Biden Institute at UD was apparently hatched by Joe's son, Hunter Biden, while the elder Biden was still the vice president. Emails on the Hunter Biden laptop indicate that Hunter and his business associates were concerned about boosting Joe's future earnings potential while Joe was still the vice president. One month after meeting with the incoming UD president, Hunter discussed plans for both the Biden Institute at UD and the Biden Center at UPenn with a talent agent named Craig Jaring. Jaring noted that the Biden academic ventures could operate like the Clinton Global Initiative without the money raise. And that's obviously, uh, you know, I mean, what, what kind of goal is that? You want to copy like the Clintons did with their Clinton Global Initiative, which they used to enrich their, themselves. Um, so Jaring says, you know, the Clinton Global Initiative, GAI, previously reported served as a way to enrich the Clinton Family Foundation by brokering access to Hillary Clinton's State Department, the Clintons had to raise their own funds for the initiative, prompting the question of how the Biden programs would work. Without the money raise, Chinese government funding could be at least part of the answer. Almost done here. So UD has long held troves, and, and this, is, this is crazy. So, so they say the University of Delaware has held more than 1,800 boxes, troves of Biden's Senate records, and has stymied public requests to view these records. In June 2022, a judge rebuked UD for its lack of transparency. It is unknown what documents, classified or otherwise, the Biden Institute at UD may have been housing for Biden's 
vice presidency. So this is weird. So so Biden, he, he stores, he, he's got like 1,800 boxes of, of documents from his time as a senator at the University of Delaware at this Biden Institute. And the UD has been completely stonewalling any request for transparency about what these documents are. And yet, nobody's raided the University of Delaware, right? This this supposed DOG and, uh, DOJ uh, investigation with the special prosecutor, I mean, they don't seem to be too interested in this, even though we found classified documents at the Biden Penn Center, you know, and, and documents next to Joe Biden's Corvette, clearly showing that he has a repeated uh, track record of misproperly handling classified documents at the very least, and what appears to be espionage when you c- connect that to the timelines and the Hunter Biden laptop. So now we know that uh, Joe Biden was receiving millions of dollars from the the Chinese government, and that's confirmed that it was from the Chinese government, millions of dollars to UD, and he's got a bunch of documents there, which we don't know what they are. So you would think any reasonable prosecutor would be interested in looking into that, don't you think? And it's going to be interesting now that the media is covering this, and this is getting attention what the next step is, you know, are they going to allow uh, a consensual search? Are they going to allow Biden's attorneys to go in there first and, you know, clear everything out and then do a consensual search with Biden's attorneys present like they did everywhere else? Probably. Uh, don't, I don't expect the DOJ to do anything, but the people need to know this stuff. The people need to know. But man, the Biden crime family syndicate, this is one of the, this has to be the most corrupt political family in American history. And this guy sitting illegitimately in the White House claiming to be the president when we know the election was stolen. And he, you know, he controls the DOJ and pretty much anybody that would hold him accountable. Meanwhile, China's eating our freaking lunch, uh, spying on us relentlessly with no consequences. And I wonder why. Could it be that it's because Joe Biden is literally a CCP uh, asset with the war in Ukraine inflation son of a bitch I played my ad again yes I think it I think it goes without saying now if you guys could do me a favor and click that rumble button that like button um, share this share this live stream please because that's the only way we can grow here on rumble and you know I'm hoping I'm hoping that when I shut this down the live stream still exists here on rumble um, if not, I have a backup plan. I'm go- I'm live also on Odyssey. So if there's any issues, then I'll rip it off Odyssey and re-upload it here on Rumble. So, um, yeah, just do me a favor. Click that like button and consider clicking that red join button to go to nickmoseeder.locals.com where you can get exclusive content when you become a supporter. And guys, that would be greatly appreciated. Uh, you know, if you if you want to know the best way to support this channel, it's by going to Locals and signing up to be a supporter over there because I'm completely backed by you guys. And, uh, you know, I, I, I always want to stay independent. I don't ever want to have to answer to anybody. You know, I'm not trying to be like, I'm not trying to be uh, getting a $50 million contract from the Daily Wire and becoming a slave like Steven Crowder almost did. You know, God forbid. <laughs> so, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, Uh, We're going to shut this down, but we're probably going to go live tomorrow as well at 2 p.m. 
So make sure to tune in and turn your notifications on so that you never miss when we go live. All right. All right. Thank you guys for watching and I will see you next time.